Father in heaven, thank you so much for your word. Speak loudly, Lord, so that we can hear. Speak deep, so that we can listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in our last part of the series. It's called the Ever My Everlasting Father. And it's based on the I am statements of Jesus Christ. Jesus made a bunch of statements saying, I am this, I am that, I am the, resur the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I am the living bread. I am the bread that comes down from heaven. Are you familiar with those? Yes? No? Hallelujah. Yes. Okay. And today is our last one we're looking at. And today's is, I am the vine. I am the vine. And this is a garden analogy. It's a garden analogy. And it's taken from the vineyard. It's taken from the vineyard where you get wine. So don't mistake vine with wine. Because here in North India... Video is video and <laughs> it just so there's vine and there's grapes and that's what he's talking about. So welcome back to the series. And if you've missed the the ones before that, you could go to our YouTube channel, you can hear all of them over there, catch up on the whole thing, download my app, it's all on the app. You can get the daily devotions on the app. Make sure that you're walking with God, staying close to God, connected to God constantly. God wants to answer your prayer. He really does. Eventually. God does want to answer your prayer. Eventually. We doubt. We give up. We ask others to pray, you know, because we're not too confident about our own standing and position and latest performance so like you pray maybe God will get confused and you know it came through you and be like oh we answered or maybe there's a particular tone that God accepts and you have to tune to that tone and you have to sound like Pastor Chandran you know yeah. this is the presence of God <laughs> welcome now you know and the angels are like oh was yeah yeah you know Maybe we, we, sometimes we pout. We pout. We don't pray for a long time. And God knows we're pouting. And God is like, whatever. <laughs> we'll wait for that one to wear off. We doubt, we give up, we ask others to pray, we pout. We, we have a hit and miss sort of relationship with prayer. If you have any relationship with prayer whatsoever, you have a hit and miss relationship with prayer. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, isn't it? We feel maybe... There's a formula. Maybe that's how you're supposed to pray. And at the end, that's how you're supposed to end it. And then the key opens the door and boom, God gets it. Sometimes you think there's a particular language. If I use that language, maybe there's a secret. Maybe there's a, why, is she, why is God listening to her prayer and his prayer not listening to me? Same thing I've been praying over and over and over again. And God just seems to have turned a deaf ear to me. He's just not listening to me. Why is it that what I want, I don't get? Everybody else gets what they want. They're praising God for blessing, blessing, blessing. And I'm still stuck in the same spot. Today's I am statement is I am the vine. I am the vine. And Jesus quotes this, talks about this in John chapter 15. If you don't have a Bible, that's totally cool. No problem. If you want to turn in your phone and you find it, that's great. But if you listen carefully enough, you should be able to pick it up. In John chapter 15, he says, I am the true vine, 
and my father is the wine dresser. So we got this analogy from the garden, from the vineyard. I am the vine, Jesus says, I am the vine, and the father is the vine dresser or the gardener. So you have two characters in the story already. There is a relationship, a dynamic between the father and the son, and it has to result in something that makes the vine more prosperous, vine more effective. You didn't hear me. You, didn't, you, didn't, you, you missed that. There is a dynamic between the father and the son, that is the vine dresser and the vine. And the ultimate goal is that the vine dresser, the father, wants the vine to be most fruitful. It's about the vine. It's not about the fruit, it's about the vine. And the, the, the father wants the vine to be most fruitful. So once I understand that I am part of a bigger picture, my life is part of a bigger picture, the outcome of my life is part of a bigger picture, it will change the way I pray. It will change the way I approach God, ask God, seek God, want God, etc., etc., etc. I am the vine, my father is the vine dresser. Here we go, verse 2. Every branch, every branch, every branch, every branch. So when he says every branch, we're talking 100%. So there's no 70%, 40%, here a little bit, here a little bit, there. Oh, it was a good season. Oh, this was a bad season. No, it's either 100% or not at all. Every branch, every branch in me that does not bear fruit is completely cut off. Every branch that does bear fruit is pruned for more fruit. So we're talking about 100% here. Either you're completely fruitful or you're not fruitful at all. It's not about performance. It's not about gauging. It's not about counting the grapes. It's about whether this branch has a fruitful connection to the vine because this vine must bear fruit because this vine is for fruit bearing. That's what the father wants for the vine. The, the wine dresser wants for the vine. He wants to see this vine fruitful. So that branch is the only option here. If the branch is, is bearing fruit, that means it's connected, it's drawing energy, it's drawing life from the vine, and then it's bearing fruit, great, no problem. In that case, we'll prune it to make it even more effective. But if it's not, chop, gone, finished, done. So it's about fruit bearing. It's about fruit. You've got to stop and ask, what does God want from my life? When you figure that out, your prayer life will change. When your prayer life change, changes, you'll see God respond to your prayers. When you see God respond to your prayers, your faith will move to another level. When your faith moves to another level, you'll cause and because you'll, you'll ask God for greater things that He can do through you. You'll quit wanting to do what you could do and you'll hand over your life to what the gardener is doing through the vine and bearing through you. Your faith is directly proportioned to how much you see God at work in your life. God is at work in your life, directly proportionate to how connected you are to the vine. God is at work in your life, directly proportionate to how much you are connected to the vine. And the more you're connected to the vine, the more fruit you bear. We call it the fruit of the vine. We don't call it the fruit of the branch. Because the fruit doesn't come from the branch. The branch bears fruit simply because it is connected to the vine. The vine is the one bearing the fruit. So the fruit of the vine is going to be the fruit of the vine, not of the branch. If the branch is human, if the branch is a teacher, if the branch is a professor, if a branch is an engineer, if a branch is a busy person, if a branch is a male, a female, it doesn't matter. The vine is going to bear the fruit that the vine bears. And the father is interested in the vine being fruitful. And the only interest in the branch is if the branch is connected to the vine. The only benefit to the branch is that the branch is connected to the vine. Are you with me so far? I hope I haven't lost you, okay? This is going to radically alter the way you pray. 
you will not pray the things you know God can't be bothered about. Okay? So you will not keep praying the same things, getting a no or getting a nothing, getting a silence from heaven and say, oh, there is no God. God doesn't care. Or maybe something else. Or maybe I'm bad. And you get into all sorts of falsified ways of thinking where you shouldn't have been thinking in the first place because God is just not interested in the branch. He's interested in the vine. And he wants the branch also to be interested in the vine. That's the premise of this passage of scripture. I thought I'd give it to you straight up so that when you get into this, you know what he's talking about. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, what does he do? He takes it away. Every branch that does bear fruit, what does he do? He prunes it that it may bear more fruit, more fruit, bear more fruit, much more fruit, more fruit. God wants fruit coming through you like crazy. So the question isn't, does the branch decide, (laughs) I want to be an engineer. Okay, Lord, since I've decided I'll be an engineer, or I've decided to be a star, a rock star, since I've decided to be this, now you bless me in what I have decided to be. Nebhiya, you are a branch. And as long as the branch is connected to the vine, the vine produces grapes, in case you haven't noticed. And God, the, the vine dresser, is only interested in the vine bearing more fruit. So God will only answer prayers that are connected to the vine being more fruitful. But, uh, but uh, Pastor Jeremy, do, isn't, doesn't God love me? Doesn't he care about my daily needs? Yeah. Yeah, he cares about everybody's daily needs. What, what about my desires and my goals? And what about my joys? What, yeah, yeah, what about it? Who have you died for? What, what have you done for anybody that, that you should be the center of the universe? If you want to be the center of the universe, get your own planets. Get your own satellites and knock yourself out. But God is going to stay focused on what, on the one who gave his life, the one who actually sacrificed, the one who actually did for him, and that is to make you fruitful. The one that does not bear fruit cuts away. The one he does bear fruit, he prunes. That it. Let, let's take it down to that smaller one. I just want to pass through verse 3. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. As the branch ca- bear, cannot root, bear fruit of itself. As the branch what? Cannot what? Bear fruit of itself. It can't do anything. It can't do anything. But it can be an engineer. Yeah, it can be an engineer. It can walk about, do a great life. Yeah, it can do a great life. It can survive, it can manage, it can, it can get, through, get by. But grapes is not going to happen. The fruit of the vine is not going to happen. What God wants is not going to happen. What God wants through your life that will last and outlast your life is not going to happen. You'll be forgotten just like your tombstone. You'll be forgotten just like your tombstone. Pastor Jeremy, you're being so negative and depressing. Well, the good news is coming. It's coming. So he says in verse 5, I am the vine and you are the branches. That's the relationship. That's a relationship. Circle you. You are the branches. And he says, whoever, whoever. Now you go back to verse 2. It says, every branch in me. He just doesn't say connected to the vine. He says, every branch in me. There's a relationship here. And Jesus wants you to be fruitful with what he has to offer to you and through you. God wants 
Christ's success. Christ wants your success. So he says, if it's in me, verse 5, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, circle him, he it is that him, he it is that, be- that bears much fruit. Oh, wow. Okay. Verse 2, you had bears fruit. And verse 5, you had bears much fruit. What's happening here? What happened between that verse 2 and verse 5? Pruning. You know that friend you lost recently? You know that argument you lost recently? You know that promotion you lost recently? You know the difficult time you went through recently? All of that was pruning. Was pruning. Pruning is going to hurt. But when does pruning happen? When the gardener is really close and he's chopping and cutting so that you may be more fruitful, so that the vine can be more fruitful. He's committed to the vine. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is who bears much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In the matter of bearing fruit. Can you be a star on earth? Yeah. Can you have a great career? Yeah. Can you get married, have children, have grandchildren? Sure you can. Can you live a successful, uh, even happy life? Yeah, you can. But you can do nothing of eternal worth without being connected to the vine. You can do nothing that God wants on earth through your life without being connected to the vine. That's the hard reality. But... When a believer, when a branch is fruitful, God signs a blank check. God signs a blank check. Look at verse 7. If, now it's gone to if. In the first verse it was whether or whoever. But over here he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish. I wish you were staring at the scripture right now. I wish it was really big here. Ask whatever you wish. It's right there. Ask is praying. Whatever is scope. You is you. Wish is what the branch wants. Yes, he does care about what you want. He does care about what you want. He does want you to have the best. He does want you to live a life that's fulfilling, that's fruitful, where you constantly see something happening in you and through you, and people are blessed all around you. He does want that, but not at the cost of the vine bearing fruit. So which comes first? You have to decide. When? Today. Today you have to decide. Today you have to decide which comes first. His fruit, and then my fruit, or first my fruit, and then his fruit. Because most of us, if we be honest with ourselves, is like, God, you set me up. Give me a wife. Give me a husband. Give me a life. Give me a strong setup. Move me here. Give me that visa. Do this for me. Set me up. And I promise to serve you. And then you never hear anything from heaven back. Because God's not listening to that tone. He's not listening. He just lost your, you just lost his interest. He's not interested. And I promise you, my friend, my brother and sister, if you never come back again, and that's the, <laughs> that's the perspective I take on Sunday evenings, probably you're never going to, so I'm telling you the truth today. I'm telling you the truth. God is not interested in the outcome of your life. He's interested in the outcome of Christ's life in you. 
Why? Because Jesus, and I'm going to give you the gospel now, so listen very carefully. Because Jesus gave the Father what he wanted. Now, for some reason, what the Father wanted was you. And Jesus went to the cross, paid for your sin, covered your blame, covered your shame, make you, made you fit for heaven, and brought you back into a relationship with made you, made you fit for a relationship with God, and restored you, and in Him brought you back to the Father. Jesus gave God what He wants. For some reason, what God wants was you. And because Jesus gave God what he wants, which is you, God now wants to give Jesus, the Son, complete and total glory through your life. And because you are what God wanted, now you will do what God wants. And what God wants is for you to want what he wants for Christ. Have I confused you? You are, as a believer, to be wholly, completely, thoroughly, consecratedly dedicated to the fruitfulness of the life of Christ in you. You are not to live for yourself. You are bought with a price. You don't belong to yourself. You are not your own. So either reject Jesus, walk away and do what you want with your life. But if you claim to be a child of God, if you claim to be one in Christ, if you claim to be a branch in me, then shut up and bear fruit. If you're, brand, if you're in me. You can't do anything on your own, but if you're in me, you can do anything and everything. And once you have given me the fruit I am looking for through your life, come on, ask me anything you want. Ask me, hit me, anything you want. Whatever, ask whatever you wish. Ask whatever you wish. But let me warn you. Verse 7 says, if you abide in me and my what? Words abide in you. My words is my will. My words is my will. So when God's will flows through your veins, what do you think you're going to ask for? His will, right? Once you start asking for his will, what do you think he's going to do? Answer! Once he answers, what's going to happen to you? Your faith's going to grow. And the more your faith grows, the less you're going to trust yourself. The more you're going to trust him. The less you're going to trust your plans, the more you're going to trust his plans. The rest you're going to trust your future, the more you're going to trust his future. The less you're going to trust your fruit, the more you're going to trust his fruit. And you'll become more and more disinterested in your fruit. That sounds like a bum deal. At the end of that, there's nothing. What about me? There's nothing. No. You are at your greatest potential in Christ. Christ came for that. You are at your greatest potential in Christ. So verse 7 says, if you abide in me. Then he jumps down to verse 16. He says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. This is my life verse right here. I took this verse when I was 17, 18 years old. And I hung on to it for dear life. Because everybody else says, you are rejected. You're not good enough. You're rejected. Not enough marks. You're rejected. Not enough uh, scope. You're rejected. Not tall enough. Not short enough. You're rejected. And here he says, you did not choose me. I chose you. Why did you choose me? I appointed you. Why did you appoint me? That you should, number one, go. Number two, bear. That you should go, that you should bear. That you should go and that you should bear. What? That your fruit should abide. That you should go and that you should bear fruit. Fruit that lasts. Fruit that lasts. You know why you want to keep your job? Because last month's work is already finished. It's gone. New work, new pay. New work, new pay. New work, new pay. 
You need to keep your job because the outcome of your life and the fruit of your life doesn't last. But when God goes to work in your life and when he bears fruit in your life, so that's why I want to uh, dismount a, a wrong perspective. Because many believers, they look at this verse and say, see, God wants to answer any prayer. God wants to give us whatever we want. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. So snap out of it. It's, that's, not, that's not what he's saying. This is not even material stuff. Ask whatever you... No, it's not the Mercedes. No. It's saying, when you get on the program with what God is doing, what is God doing? He's the vine dresser. What is Christ doing? He's bearing fruit. Bearing fruit through whom? The branches that are connected. Why? Because the branches that are not connected, they get lost. So with the branches that are connected, he's bearing fruit. What kind of fruit? Much fruit. What kind of fruit? Fruit that remains. Once you get with that program, you're going to pray and ask God to make you the most available, the most ready, the most ripe, the most healthy, the most connected believer so that fruit just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. You're going to want the fruit of God flowing. Once you feel the fruit of God, see the fruit of God in your life, once you see people blessed through you, once you see people's lives change through you, you'll forget about all your job and your problems and your emotions and all your romances and all of that. You'll forget about it. Is it important? Of course it's important, but there's stuff way more important that God has called you to this life. God has called you into himself to be connected into Christ so that you may bear the fruit of the life of Christ. As a branch, you can't bear anything of your own. Look at what he says. He says, I chose you. You didn't choose me to do what? To go, to bear fruit, the fruit that remains. So that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you twice. Twice in one passage. He says, whatever. Whatever. See, I don't want you to have a life where there's some answers and some not answered. I want you to have a life where every prayer is answered. I want you to have a life where every prayer is answered. Imagine a life where every time you say something to God, He responds. Every time you ask Him for something, He responds. Every time you ask God for something, He gives you 100%. Imagine a life where God just goes to town to show Him off through you. Pick a life. What kind of a life would that be? It's a life that's completely connected and dedicated to saying, Jesus, morning, noon, and night, every year of my life, May the fruit of my life come from you. May it come from you. I want to be in you. you. I didn't choose you. You chose me. You chose me to bear fruit. Now bear fruit. You chose me to bear fruit. Now bear fruit. What do you want me to do? And then my prayers start becoming tuned and adjusted to becoming the person who is the branch who is constantly connected. My prayers become the prayers that know what to do with the pruning. I don't ask you to stop pruning me. Because now I know why you are allowing this in my life. I understand. I'm given godly perspective, heavenly internal perspective. That if God has allowed this situation in my life, this valley in my life, this hardship in my life, this uh, pain or sickness in my life. Then he's pruning me. He's pruning me. And by the way, every pruning is not painful. Every pruning is not painful. Some pruning is good stuff. Every pruning isn't psychological and you have to go for counseling. for But sometimes he does allow. He allows disappointments. And the worst of all, delays. Oh, we hate delays. We can handle destruction. We can handle demolition. We can handle loss, devastation. But we can't handle delays. That just ticks me off. 
Are you with me? Are you with me? He chose you. You didn't choose him. Fruit is the evidence of discipleship. That means you have chosen to follow Christ. Fruit is the evidence that you're connected to the vine. Much fruit is much discipleship, and much discipleship is obedience. So when that's happening, ask away, ask away. Where there is evidence, God begins to answer. Why? Because his will and his purposes have entered your veins. If my word is in you, his will has entered your veins. So let me close. A branch that's connected for a that's fruitful. That's the prayer you want to pray tonight. Lord, I want to be a branch that's connected for a life fruitful. And a gardener who prunes, so much more fruit comes from me. So much more glory comes from me. A gardener who prunes for a life that's fruitful. So that nothing hinders my prayer. I start again from the top. God wants to answer your prayer. He wants to answer your prayer with such dhamaka style that you will not be able to haul in all the fish into your boat. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's kind of how God answers. So if God were to answer your prayers, your problem is not your prayer. You're not prepared for the answer. Because he's going to blow your mind. You're going to have to need all the other boats to come in to pick up the fish. So that's why God doesn't answer your prayer. Not because he doesn't want to answer, but because you're not ready for his kind of fruit. What you're answering is for, hey, give me visa, please give me, give me, make me thin, make me thin, please let me, help me to get through this day. Just, you know, just Lord, give me good day. That's how you have reduced the mighty work of God through the mighty son of God and the pruning process and what angels are like wow and then there's you and your prayers and you wonder God is not listening to me he's not go home with that good news he's not but I dare you you get on this program you get on this program you're gonna have to start calling friends with boats you're gonna have to start, start calling others you're gonna have to start preparing for a hall, for a great hall. May the Lord bless you and may he show you the direction of the decision you should be making tonight. It's a simple decision. There's the vine and there's the gardener. The gardener wants the vine to be as fruitful as possible. The vine says that you are a branch in me. So you can choose to either stay in me and be fruitful or be chucked away. You'll be fruitful but for your own purposes. And you can choose whether you want your fruit first, then his fruit, or his fruit first, then your fruit. And that will determine the fever of your prayer life. Tell me how it goes. Father in heaven, thank you so much for getting through to us. Thank you that your word always comes back bearing fruit. Thank you that we didn't choose you, you chose us. Thank you that you revealed yourself to us before we went looking for you. Thank you that you want the very best for us and you want all your best through us. Thank you, Father, that you had thought about this before I was even born. Thank you, Father God, that it, you have not left it to me, but you have made it possible. And all I need to do is stay connected to the vine. One asks, how difficult is that? Well, it seems to be the toughest thing for me, Lord. 
Stay close to the vine. Abide in me and now I let my words abide in you. And you ask what you will. Lord, I want to learn what abiding is like so that I can learn what asking is like. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with each and every one of us through this week and even forevermore. Amen.